This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. You know, as good as anyone can be right now, but that's that's still not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. It's been a crazy year, and um, I know that uh, if you're like you know most of the country, you've been dealing with uh, the quarantine life, and you've been dealing with all the craziness of what's going on in the world. Um, what have you been up to? How have you been keeping busy? Um, you know, amidst quarantine. Um, well, I've tried. See, I I did try the like baking bread kind of thing that everyone's doing to start with. Ironically, my big brother is much better at that than I am. So um, I know to fold when I'm not that good at a hobby. So I moved on. I made some candles and did that kind of thing. And then um, I actually I I'm an, an actress, but I've really been in, interested in pursuing producing films and learning on the, what's going on on the other side of the camera. So I've actually um, started producing some feature films uh, with my, my director of the film Immortal, Rob Margulies, is directing a couple of other projects and um, offered me an opportunity to come on and learn production. So, so I've been very busy um, trying to make movies happen in the, in the time of, of COVID. So I'm, not, I'm certainly not bored. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is awesome. And I know, um, just you know, on a side note, I know that you used to play soccer um, have you been able to, to, I mean, I know it might be kind of hard to play with other people, but have you done any, gotten back into, um, your other crafts, so to speak? Oh, thanks for noticing. Yeah. I love, I love soccer. I play, I played in college at Columbia and, um, that definitely got a big, a big part of my heart, but, um, I, I haven't been playing soccer per se, but actually a bunch of my old teammates and I are, um, in honor of, of one of our, our other teammates on the men's team passed away his name is Alex Riccio we're doing a, a thing for 30 days in August where we work out every day and then we post on social media what our workouts are so I've been doing a lot of yoga um, and a lot of hiking and, and body weight stuff but still get the team aspect because we're we're challenging each other um, which <laughs> which it, which is fun because I'm not not in the same soccer shape that I used to be so some of my friends will throw you know like a crazy ab workout at me or or something like that, but but it is fun and keeps that keeps that team mentality alive that I love so much. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, I know that uh, sports were you know soccer mainly was a big part of your life mm-hmm. um, for a while. Um, how did you make the transition from you know athletics to acting? Because I know that um, you know it's not always an, an easy jump. Haunted buildings are never are never fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, especially during an interview. <laughs> Absolutely. I um I was asking, um, you know, I know that soccer was a big part of your life for a long time. How did you make the jump from uh you know, from soccer to uh acting? Because I know it's, uh, it's never easy. Sure. Well, you know, for me I grew up loving uh, soccer and loving acting and um when my I actually blew my knee out my senior year of college playing soccer. And um, while I was pretty devastated at the time, I actually think it was kind of a, a natural progression because it made me think, you know, where, where, what was, what am I equally as passionate about? And um, naturally that just reminded me of acting. And I think the same, you know, the commitment that goes into playing a sport um, is really similar 
to the commitment that's re- required of pursuing an acting career. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, discipline is the key, you know, it's the key thing with both. And, and I just, yeah, like you said, I think if you can master one, the other one's not so hard. Um, I know that you come from a family of educators. What was it that got you into uh, just the world of uh, theater and acting and, and being a thespian? Oh, sure. Well, my big brother, is his name is Travis. Um, he goes by Travis, Travis American, but uh, Travis Machette. He's my best friend and has been since I was born. Um, and, but he's a, he's a writer, and when we were little, he would just write screenplays for us to make on a, you know, on a camera that my mom got me. Sometimes we would do reenactment shows. Sometimes we would do commercials. Um, we just liked performing and telling stories. I grew up in Snellville, Georgia, and, um, you know, there were some days that I was a little bit bored. So, <laughs> so the, the acting and, and using the imagination was always something that was accessible. I love um, it. Yeah, and we're still, I mean, we're still working together now. We have a short film we made that's in the festival circuit. He's working on a feature. Um, yeah, I'm really, really lucky to have that, that kind of family, family bond to, to keep it going. So I think that's important, too. You know, in any, whenever you're pursuing any, any passion, having your, your family support is always a big plus. Definitely. Has, it ever, has there ever been a time where you guys have struggled to, to connect and to, um, you know, in terms of like working on a project, because I know sometimes when you're, you know, when you're working and your creative juices are flowing and um, sometimes, you know, people have the tendency to butt heads when it comes to creativity and creativity. Oh, yeah. Well, we work, we work really well together. The way my, um, I have a, I call her my adopted big sister out here in Los Angeles. Her name is, is Jen. Um, but she's observed my relationship with my brother and she says that we, we work together like the, the paint on a painting. So he comes in with like, you know, the dark and the deep shades and I just kind of come in and add some of the highlight. But, but it'd be interesting. You'd have to ask him because I say we work really well together. And then I imagine, you know, if I'm being real with myself, I'm a little bit more the emotional one. So, so I think he's probably easier to work with than I am some days. I hear you. I hear you. And Lindsay, how, um, how has your Southern upbringing help to kind of mold and, and, and shape your style of, of acting and, and even your creativity? Cause I know you grew up just outside of Atlanta and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how did that all play into the melting pot of who you are today? You know, I feel um, really, really lucky. And I, my, you know, my family's Southern, my mom's from Salma, Alabama. And um, I think that there is an authenticity and a love and a way of uh, treating people with respect and appreciation that, um, at least, you know, in my experience in the performing arts and in film is, is really crucial. And, and it's, it's helped me because um, it's funny because sometimes people will talk about networking and how networking is really important. And while it is really important, something that I found that's even more important is authentic connection and relationships and seeing other people. And, um, you know, I just, for granted and it gets commented on quite a lot when I'm in Los Angeles or when I'm in New York um just the the way that I interact with people comes from that place of kindness and I say yes ma'am and no sir like some of the the big meetings I've had where I say yes ma'am and no sir they're like where are you from that you're talking that way um yeah but I think I also just think there's um the the love 
that's like the when it when I think of Southern culture, love, um, love and family values, doing the right thing, that that type of thing is is really what I uh, try to make my career out of, and then it also helps me go to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the good morals, I think, um, ultimately equates for uh, the roadmap a roadmap to a successful and a good life. I mean, not to say that you won't have hiccups along the way, but I think right. if you've got that moral compass and, and a good upbringing, I think it really will, will help, help, uh, help you to maintain that pure heart. And that's what, you know, draws so many people. Oh, sure. And I do have to admit that if I go out and I have a drink, I usually ask for fireball. That's another, that's oh. another one I can't take. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I wanted to ask, um, I know, um, I just want to transition for a bit. Um, I know that you um, recently uh, completed this movie, Immortal, and I had a mm-hmm. chance to check out the screener. Really, really uh, enjoyed it. Um, you got a chance to work with Tony Todd and Dylan Baker. Yep. And, I mean, the film is, I think it's, you know, it's it's a horror anthology, but it's got some good stuff. And I was wondering, you know, what was the filming process like for you? Oh, sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for, for saying that. We're really excited about it. Um, I, I uh, was lucky to be a part of this film. I did it kind of book it the old-fashioned way in an audition, um, and that's how I met the direct, our director, as I mentioned before, for my portion. It's an anthology film, but um, Rob Margulies. And, I mean, it's a scrappy indie film. I pitched myself in that I do my own stunts, and the character I play, Chelsea, as um is an athlete and requires a lot of running. Um, so for me, the days, you know, we shot in only a few days, but the days were very full and very physically demanding. And um, most of my scenes are, a good number of them are with Dylan Baker, and he's a phenomenal actor. Um, and if you can believe it, he's an even better person than he is an actor. So that was wonderful for me to get to act opposite him and have, have someone like him really set the structure for me to play in because if you're moment to moment and listening with an actor like that and you come in prepared, then um, it really allows some magical moments to happen. And it's very cool for me uh, to, to get tips from him too, with as much experience as he had, just little things to learn how to sell the camera and how to tell the story, how to help the editors, all of that. And um, I was actually doing an interview yesterday and Tony was on that and he's just a, an incredible person you with a, a lot of depth and their performances show it you know just their their brilliance and also their compassion yeah um, absolutely they're they're both legends and, and they're amazing actors i i wanted to, to ask um you know what was the audition process like do you remember getting the call back what, what were you where were oh, you oh yeah <laughs> yeah i do i do remember it i was um for the actual audition, I, like I said, I just had the, the initial one I was called in for. I knew Chelsea was an athlete with a story, and that was something that was in my comfort zone. So I felt pretty grounded going into it. I took the stairs instead of the elevator to kind of get into my body, and um, it went really well. The nicest audition rooms that you could imagine, which always helps me at least as an actor to feel comfortable. Um, and then I, I got the call back. And I, I, I do not want to give anything away, but there are some really high emotional stakes in the movie. And the director, Rob, wanted to make sure that I could, uh, could, could reach these, you know, could reach those heights that I needed to. So I did a, a self-tape audition that uh, involved a lot of crying. 
And um, when I got the call, Rob called me directly, and it was very cool. I was in New York City with my mom. We were doing a little, like, staycation kind of thing. We had a hotel room. Um, and I got the offer, and I was told I'd be acting with Dylan, and I just started uh, jumping on the bed because that's not something that goes away, you know, depending on what your age is. When you're that excited, you still jump on the bed. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. I was really excited, and then I was kind of like, okay, wait, now i got to get to work. Because when you know you book it, that's great, but you haven't done the work yet. So, and so it was yeah. a real, a real treat for me. I love it. I love it. And how did you prepare for the film? Because I, I know you said you did a lot of uh, stunt work. And mm-hmm. how did you, how did you prepare your body and, and your mind for uh, the task of, you know, acting in this film? Well, that's a great way of putting it. Preparing the body and the mind because both needed to be really sharp. I was working with a. Uh, a trainer at the time, um, her name was Amanda Blank, and talked to her about my, my physicality and the endurance that I wanted um, and was really getting into the, the mind of Chelsea. And, and luckily, because she, the character is an athlete, um, once I connected to, to the body, the, the mind and the mentality kind of came with it. And she's the character I, I find uh, very, very smart. And so I, I treated the script as such. I knew... Um, of course, knew every word, and I know all the punctuation, and I know when I'm going to take my breath, and um, it did, did as much as I possibly could, kind of did some psychological research, um, looked at Dylan's work so that I wouldn't be starstruck <laughs> when I showed up on set, just to kind of get familiar with him, and then um, once we were there, we, we, brought our, we brought our choices and worked really well together. The first scene that I did was a, a, was a one-on-one scene with Dylan, and um, he was very gracious, and after the first take, took, took me aside to tell me uh, what, what good work I was doing. And, um, you know, I like to think he was being truthful, but also it, whatever it was really helped calm my nerves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I wanted to uh, just uh, backtrack for just a second. Um, I know that uh, you had um, almost a breakout role with, your, uh, with the last film that you did, and um, a lot, I know you said that you um, have been working a lot on um, producing and, and doing mm-hmm. things behind the, cam- the camera. Um, mm-hmm. for, for, your, for your last film, um, was it, um, and I'm referring to uh, Looks That Kill. Looks That Kill, sure. Yeah. Um, what was it, th- that film seemed like it was very special for you. Can, you. can you tell me a little bit more about it? Just what, what was it like? Uh, doing that film and and yeah sure well I was so lucky I actually had back-to-back shoots so I literally went from shooting looks that kill um, directly into immortal the next day so that was a really blessing wow. to me because it was two positive projects with wonderful um, actors and directors looks that kill was really fun because um, my portion of at least of it at least is a little bit more comedic and um, while I'm known for my dramatic chops as far as, you know, crying or letting loose or I don't mind getting dirty, that kind of thing, it was really fun for me to play a totally opposite role a couple of days before. I was playing like a, an influencer on a date who yeah. wears a lot of makeup and is in the woods and doesn't like bugs. And so to go from that to the next day shooting in the woods, you know, both, both times I had to be checked for ticks. I'll have, you know, you know, that was a, that was a real threat. There were a lot of ticks around. 
Um, but that, that was really, really fun. And in Let's Back Hill, um, the director, Callum Moore, was great. Brandon Flynn, uh, Julia goldani Tellez. Everyone was just so lovely. And when you're working on a comedy or you have a comedic role, it's so fun to play and be in the moment and find find little bits. And that, that role was neat because it, it allowed me to do that. And in some ways, kind of make fun of myself. You know, like when you know that you appear a certain way, it was just fun to kind of lean into that and think, okay, this is what my friends would tease me for. I'm going to really allow this character to show a little bit of that. So they, all my friends really love Tiffany's the role I play in Looks That Kill. My friends are a big fan of Tiffany. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Um, I love it. I wanted to ask, um, now, you're, I think your acting range is, is really um, voluminous, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you're just, I mean, you've got some really good range. Tell me, um, who are some actors or act- actresses that you just um, really um, uh, I look up to? Yeah, look up to and that, that really draw you in. Sure. Um, first, I, I have to say Reese Witherspoon. She's been my favorite um, for my entire life, from Election to uh, Legally Blonde, um, to Little Fires Everywhere, which she's doing with Carrie Washington, who's another one. Um, I like that range and also realizing what it takes to be um, – to play those characters so smartly and so so intelligently. And Reese Witherspoon is just so, I mean, talk about, like, Southern roots, Southern values, um, but she's a go-getter. You know, she's producing her own stuff, and I went to a talk with her once, and she said, you know, her advice to us was, was start making your own stuff. So that's, like, what I'm doing right now is, is really off of some advice that she had given when I was in the audience before. So she's, she's one of my favorites. Um, Natalie Portman is another one who's who's really wonderful. Um, Charlie Theron I love because she gets so physical in all of her roles. Um, so I'm I'm very lucky with what's out there in the world that I can turn on my TV. Elizabeth Moss is another one. I still do that. I did this when I was a kid, and I still do it today, where if I see a really powerful scene that a, a woman does, I'll hit pause, and then I try and do it <laughs> just for my own passion. <laughs> Kind of like when I played soccer, I watched someone do a move, and then I would try it. I do that with acting too. Hey, that's the best way. I mean, imitation's the high form of flattery, and yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you practice something enough. I mean, you can get it, you know, nine out of ten times. Thank you. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Lindsay, um, I wanted to ask, what other projects are you currently working on that you can tell us about? Sure. I am working on, on the um, production side, I'm producing a new feature film called Bobcat Moretti. Um, we have Vivica A. Fox and Karen Manning attached, a wonderful actor named Samuel Butto, also directed by Rob Margulies, who directed Immortal. It's a very cool story um, that I'm pretty passionate about. The lead actor plays a character who has MS and um, gets in the boxing ring and find that that's how he overcomes a lot of his, his struggles. So we're, we're working to produce that now. And um, another one is a, a feature film called Man and Witch, which is a children's fantasy film, which is great to be working on in the time of COVID. Um, it's starring yep. Sammy Stronich, who's the childlike empress in The NeverEnding Story. And it's written by her husband, Greg Steinbrenner. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful uh, fantasy um, just a getaway, really, really a darling film. I can't say too much about that one either, but staying busy um, and working, like I said, working with my 
my big brother. We're always we're always up to something. So <laughs> very cool, very cool. And Lindsay, where can our listening audience um, find out more about you and keep abreast of your projects? Uh, are you on social media? Yes, I am. Yeah, Instagram is is the best way to reach me. I like communicating through through the picture medium. So um, that's my Instagram handle is at Lindsay L I N D S A Y Machette M U S H E T T. Um, so that's probably that's probably the the best way. Awesome, awesome, Lindsay. I'm all out of questions, but I, I wanted to thank you for joining me on today's show, and wanted to just open the floor to you if there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Uh, well, thanks. For, you know, thank you so much for for having me and and reaching out and and connecting with what this story is. You know, now is such a it's such a bizarre time in the world, and I know that for me, um, my my art is really helping me get up in the morning and storytelling. And it means a lot when other uh, people recognize it or appreciate it. Um, even if it's just kind of flipping through Amazon to see what you find and happen to, <laughs> to click on something we've done, please just know how much we, we tr- truly appreciate it. And it keeps us going right now. Powerful. Powerful. I love it, Lindsay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much, Walter. So nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank you. Bye-bye.